It's time for Viking 360, episode number 128. Mike Rubin along with Brian Johnson, and we're talking uh, spring sports, getting ready to wrap up some, Brian. Yeah, winding down, Rube, unbelievably. Uh, time has flown by. They were just beginning this time last year, so uh, kind of crazy how quickly things have moved. All right, let's start off with softball. Lady Vikings are now 11-12 and 12 on the season. They are 1-1 one and one in the sectional. Uh, the Hurricane Redskins snapped a five-game winning streak, and as a result of that, Ripley will play Parkersburg again. The Viking, Lady Vikings are 3-0 against the Big Reds this year, but all three have been very competitive games. Yeah, Rube, they really have uh, uh, five runs uh, only separate the two teams in three games. Uh, the biggest uh, margin of victory was 6-3 to three in the first game in the uh in the series this year, the Vikings got the win down or up in Parkersburg. So uh, a really, really tight series. And, uh, you know, depending on whether that game is supposed to be played on Friday night, but uh, it really looks like a washout all weekend. So we're not real sure when that game will be played, but we do know it'll be highly competitive in an in elimination game. And you had a conversation with the Lady Vikings shortstop. I did. McKinnon Hall had a chat with her. Uh, batting leadoff for the Lady Vikings, having a huge year at the plate, fantastic defensively as well. Um, just hear her thoughts on uh, what's coming up for the Lady Vikings. Talking about Viking baseball, they have been on a roll. The record is now 15-9, and nine, and they have won eight of their last games, their last nine games. Uh, now they are scheduled to play at Logan on Friday, but that's looking like a wash. And then the sectional tournament uh, begins on Tuesday. Rip will be at home against Parkersburg South, a team that they split with during the regular season. Yeah, getting hot at the right time, Rube, and I think that's exactly what Coach Casto and the coaching staff were hoping for. They play a very difficult schedule, as we've talked about all season long. And, you know, again, the bats have really, really woken up over the last couple of games. And you look at Parkersburg South, it's always been a thorn in the Vikings' side, a tough out for them when it comes to postseason. And it looks like it will be a toss-up again. The good thing for that is, Rube, they'll have home field advantage. So that will obviously be a big factor for them, hopefully, in moving forward. And I had a conversation with uh, Viking baseball pitcher and catcher uh, Brett Haskins. Still on the topic of baseball, the Ripley Middle School team has had another uh, really strong season. They are 15-0. and They are scheduled to host Ironton, Ohio in um, a doubleheader on Saturday at noon. And then uh, and Ironton is coached by Ripley High School graduate uh, Jason Filial. Hopefully we'll be able to get that doubleheader in, and hopefully the rain will hold off. And then the the middle school Vikings have their tournament beginning Tuesday. They'll be the top seed in that tournament uh, in the uh, Mid-Valley mid, mid Athletic Conference Tournament, and that will be at Viking Park. Just an impressive run for them, Rube, and it's excited uh, Viking baseball fans as to what is coming over the next few years. It's so difficult uh, in the randomness of baseball to win as many games as they've won in a row. Uh, just fantastic. Congratulations to those guys. And the track is beginning to wind down as well. They have a, a small competition scheduled on Saturday, and then the big event for them coming up is the regional meet on Thursday at Parkersburg High. 
Yeah, and hopefully we'll get a chance to chat with head coach Crystal Cunningham next week prior to that. I know they're excited about uh, what's to come, and uh, they've had great success over the last few years uh, in that state meet, so we're excited to see what happens. Now, the Viking tennis team did not have a great season, but uh, as you were talking with uh, Coach Steve Hunt, it was not um, a real strong season, but a fun group uh, to be around this, this spring sports season. Yeah, chatting with Coach Hunt, uh, he just really enjoyed being with those kids. And they fought and battled hard, Rube, but as you will hear him talk about, it's, it is the most competitive and most difficult region in the state of West Virginia. A lot of really, really good players on the boys' and girls' side. Uh, but they competed, they hung in there, and uh, hopefully uh, picked up a sport, uh, Rube, that they can enjoy for the rest of their lives. All right, it's episode 128. Here we go. Olivia Miller is a two-sport student athlete at West Liberty University. She had a strong performance in the recent Mountain East Conference Track and Field Championships. Olivia Miller is a uh, two-sport athlete at uh, West Liberty, and she had a uh, successful uh, adventure in the uh, Mountain East Conference uh, Track and Field Championships. Olivia, tell me about your, uh, your day in the conference championships. So, um, our first day was pole vault, so we ended up getting pushed back a couple hours, so we were supposed to start at 1 o'clock, and we ended up not vaulting until about 4.30, so it was um, wind delays, storm delays, so we actually warmed up three times, and they just kept delaying it, so I was actually kind of impressed with how I did, because warmed up three times, and then overall did pretty well. And uh, tell me about your second place vault. How high was it? It was 10.6.25 in college. They go by metric units, so you always clear a little bit and then some change. And you also uh, placed in another event? Yes, I placed it. Um, scored fifth in high jump. So I this in the indoor season, I was jumping off my opposite leg, so... From the time that I started high jumping in middle school, I would jump off my left leg, but um, suffered an injury about two, about a year and a half ago, so I was not doing that well, um, jumping off that leg, so I decided to switch, and then I got third at the in- indoor MEC conference off that leg, but I wanted to be, I thought I could be a little bit stronger on that side, but I mean, with some practice, I probably could have done a little bit better on that side, but a little bit rusty, I guess. Well, Olivia, you seem to adapt well to uh, indoor track and field because I understand that you hold a school record at West Liberty in the pole vault for the indoor season. Yes, I do. I, that um, height was 10.8.25, I believe. And then I also I have the um, indoor high jump record as well, and that's 5.4.5. That's excellent. And Olivia, tell me about the other sport that you participate in and during uh, your college career. Um, acrobatics and tumbling. So this year, I really um, came out as a strong base. So for my freshman year, I was primarily a tumbler with some base with some basing in there as well. But with that injury, I would only do like some standing tumbling, which was kind of hard for me because I love tumbling, but I did really well in, the, in my strong basing and couldn't be more proud about how we did and how I did as well. And uh, on the academic side, tell me uh, about uh, your major and how far along are you uh, toward reaching that degree? So major is elementary education and I absolutely love it. 
I want to teach, hopefully, like kindergarten or first grade, so I like the younger age group. And in the fall, I start my fall residency, so I'll be in a classroom full-time from the time that school starts until the time that school ends, and that's when I'll graduate. Well, Olivia, you have accomplished quite a bit already in your uh, athletic and academic career in college, but uh, do you have any goals out there, anything left on that list that you would still like to accomplish before you uh, wrap things up? Oh, I for sure want to win a MEC championship with hopefully in pole vault, and I would love to get up there higher on the podium, so hopefully like second place or high jump. But I'm going to put in a whole lot of work in the summertime just to get what I want on the podium and PRs and get on new poles for pole vault. And then for Acro, I want to be a little bit stronger, so that way I can be in more, do more, and excel. Olivia, uh, good luck in reaching your goals, and thank you for uh, spending some time with us. Thank you so much for having me. Eight graduating seniors participated in a collegiate sports signing ceremony at Ripley High School. The list includes soccer players, Cela Stevens and Katie Lawrence, who signed with Glenville State, track and fields, Jay Carvey, who signed with Wesleyan, and Tori Fisher and Chase Pepper, who are headed to West Liberty. Baseball's Brett Haskins, who is going to Fairmont State, and football's Elijah Miller and Blake Cummings. As Cummings explains, they are both becoming members of the Bison football program at Bethany College. All right, we are talking with Blake Cummings, and uh, Blake uh, recently uh, signed during a ceremony at Ripley High School, along with some others who were uh, playing on the collegiate level. But, uh, Blake, you decided on Bethany College, so tell me uh, what attracted you to Bethany. Well, I chose to attend Bethany because I think it's a pretty small elite school and it's actually pretty old and I think that'd actually be pretty cool to go to an old school and that I personally think that, you know, there's better options there at Bethany College, especially especially for me as a football player and it's, it's really nice. I, I went there. And it was, it was just really nice. I really loved it. I was going to ask you, Blake, uh, what impressed you about uh, the people of Bethany and about the campus up there? Well, it's, since it's pretty small, it seems like everybody knows you. And I feel like if I'm ever in need of like help or anything, I feel like people will come around and help you, just like Ripley. I, I, think, I think I can know people more. And, and you are not going up there alone. You have a uh, Viking teammate who is uh, joining you with the Bison. Uh, tell me about that. Yeah, it was, it's actually kind of a coincidence. Um, so my friend Elijah, he about, I say about three months ago, Bethany contacted him and wanted to see if he wanted to play football. And I wasn't even trying to go there. But then I'd say about one, one month later, they contacted me. So they didn't want me to play tight end for them. And we just figured everything out, and it all worked out. And the rest far, is history. Yeah. As far as your career as a Viking, uh, if I were, I would ask you about the highlights, but I think I know what one of them would be, and that would be the catch that you made. I believe it was during your junior year that landed you a spot on the uh, ESPN top ten list. Uh, what are your memories of that of that game and that event? Well. I think that that game mainly against Shady Springs, it was more it was more of our team. I feel like we all came together and 
that catch really just, I think it was just to top it off, really. But Caden Hall, I remember Caden Hall had a great game. But I feel like it was, it's definitely, it's definitely going to be in my memories. And uh, have you decided on uh, what you might want to major uh, in college? Yeah, I've, uh, I would like to major in sports management. And if possible, I would like to minor in um, film communications. Fantastic. And, and Blake, uh, so you have a few months now before, I'm assuming, before you go up to, to the Bethany campus. So what happens, what are your plans between now and then uh, to get you ready for college football? Well, we should be starting about beginning of August. So in between there, um, I'm actually currently working. So I'll be working, save up money for college. And in between, whenever I get the chance, um, me and Elijah are actually going to start working out and getting in shape for it. Well, Blake, that sounds great. Uh, thank you for talking with me. And uh, good luck up at Bethany. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. Ripley Baseball has been on a roll, having won eight of their last nine games. A key contributor has been senior pitcher and catcher, Brett Haskins. All right, Brett Haskins, a uh, pretty complete week for you, a complete game tonight. Let's talk about that first. Uh, were you on against the Wildcats tonight? Um, I didn't have my best stuff, I didn't think, but I got the job done. I knew if I came in here and threw strikes and pumped the zone that I'd... I'd or we would come away with a win, so I was able to do that enough for us to get the win and get the complete game also. And uh, it looks like the Vikings are peaking at the right time, putting together some uh, some good games in a row here as we wrap up the regular season. Yeah, we're a really good uh, ball team, and I truly believe that, and I think everybody in our dugout believes that. And we can take we can make a really deep run into the postseason if we if we stay confident inside the locker room and we we go up to the plate with intentions to do some damage to some baseballs. And got a pretty uh, uh, devastating win, I guess if you're Point Pleasant it was devastating, but a very complete win on senior night. Uh, what does that mean to you and your fellow senior uh, Colton Pepper? It meant a lot. Me and Pepper have uh, given our heart and soul to this team and we always hustle all the time and to get a 20 to 0 victory is huge in any sport, but for baseball it's kind of tough, so when you win by 20 or more runs that's impressive. And we talked about the complete game to complete the week. Not only was it senior night, but uh, you signed uh, for your future college uh, at Fairmont State. Tell me about your choice to become a Falcon. Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, my brother's up there. That's not why I chose it by <laughs> any means, but um, I love the campus, and Coach Yurish has given me a chance to come up there and play, so I accepted it, and I'm excited to see what the future holds. Well, one of the things that impressed you the most about the campus and the people at Fairmont State? Uh, they call it the Falcon family and that's really what it is. It's a beautiful campus and uh, you know I'm excited to get up there and it's not too big, it's not too small so 
everybody pretty much knows everybody and you get more one-on-one -on -one connections in the classroom and that's what it's all about so I'm excited. Uh, Brett congratulations on a big win and a big week. Thank you Rube. Well the tennis season is now in the books and coach uh, Steve Hunt reflects on the season for the Viking tennis program. All right welcome back it's that Viking 360 joined now by Viking tennis head coach uh, Steve Hunt. Coach thanks for being with me. Glad to be here again. Coach, uh, you know, I know the season just ended for you, but I really got a sense uh, that you uh, took this job back over this year, being the head coach of this tennis team, uh, because you really enjoy these kids, and this was a great group to coach this year. Yeah, the kids are really enjoyable. You couldn't ask for a better group of kids. And I started with them in in middle school. Most of them started in sixth and seventh grade when I was coaching them, most of the girls. Uh, and it was just when Dwayne went to the board office and had to give it up, then I jumped at the opportunity to get back with them and help them coach or coach them this year and end their in their career. So I kind of started their career and ended with them, and and they did well. I mean, it's Torin, and I started with Torin, Rory, Annie Pearson. Uh, uh, shoot, I can't even think of the other one. But anyway, we started with them, and uh, it was good to to see them end and hopefully they had a great year coach uh it, you know things didn't go obviously the way that you wanted we didn't have anybody make the state tournament but tell me uh, about some of the accomplishments this year i know torm was an outstanding player uh for you she's going to be difficult to replace uh but uh, i know there were some accomplishments this year and some things that you guys were proud of yeah, the, the girls team uh really finished well we ended up i think we ended up with a record of six and seven um which is very difficult in our region, but we ended up the last week or so beating Parsburg South, and then we beat Beckley in the non-regional match in South Charleston. So they were really playing well at the end, but then in our region, just like like Torn. I mean, Torn's probably the best player I've I've had, but uh, only four go and hurt in the number one position, and the top three in the state are all in our region. So that only leaves one spot, and only three that's going to beat those three are each other. I mean, there's nobody in the state that's going to beat those three. And that's what's happened all year. A girl from Hurricane Cabell Midland and, uh, and Huntington, who's a freshman, they all just beat each other, but nobody else can touch them. So that was very, very tough for her. I mean, that's their life and stuff. So she had, considering all that, she had a great year. And then other seniors, Andy Pearson, Rory, Allie Wire, uh, all got so much better. But it's just like our region. I mean, they, these kids in our region, they have indoor facilities. They go and hit five times a week, and we just don't have that here for you know, our kids. Got to drive forty minutes where they got to drive ten or fifteen and stuff. And the boys' team with Cole Neal and Carter Cochran, two seniors, great kids. Uh, they're all smart. I mean, most of them. It seems like my whole team's in the top ten of the senior class. So you know, they're enjoyable kids and always have good conversation stuff is it's a blast it's totally different than basketball and stuff so it's kind of good to kind of get away from that intensity of basketball and just have kind of fun with these kids and coach uh, i think the cool thing about golf or about tennis kind of like golf rather uh, it's a sport of a lifetime i mean these kids in in five years can come back and play tennis with their old coach if they want to uh, you know, on their free time. So, uh, you know, to me, that's building uh, something that, that they can do for the rest of their lives. 
Yeah, that's one thing that I told him early when I first the first day of practice is, you know, it's going to be very difficult for any of y'all to get to the state tournament. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to, you know, tell you something that's, you know, not to just make you feel good because it's it's it is that's the reality of this region and stuff. It's but but this is a sport. You know, I love basketball. I played basketball for a long time, but I can't play anymore. But I can, I still go out and play tennis. So that's something they can do an activity, go have fun. You know, when they have kids someday, they'll go out and play with their kids and and just what you know, it's a good relaxing sport. You got to get some exercise if you don't like running you can get some running in on this and you know it's a good lifetime sport it is even you know golf is fun and stuff but this one you even get more it helps your body and stuff you know movement and everything so it is and i think they they enjoy it i've had so many years through the years kids that pick up the sport their senior year it's like well i'm gonna play my senior year and then they always it's always inevitable they all say i wish i had started this earlier and stuff they all have a lot of fun with it and stuff it's just like I said, it's just tough to win but it is it's fun to play coach uh, you learn a lot about yourself too because uh, there's really nowhere to hide in tennis if you're having a rough match uh you know and and things aren't going well for you you really kind of have to figure it out on the fly you know and that teaches kids a lot about a life and adversity and dealing with uh, some of the things that they're going to face throughout life as they get older yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, there's nobody to blame. That's one thing I tell our basketball guys sometimes when, you know, the fingers start pointing and everything. It's like, you know, you need to play tennis. <laughs> it's just like right. you, you, there's nobody else to blame. You know, you, it's yourself. And you, But you learn to when things aren't going good to handle it. And that's what even – and I'm not allowed to even coach that much during the match. The only time you're allowed to coach is when they're switching courts. I, I'm not allowed to – yell at them or tell them, you know, this is what you got to do. So they got to figure it out on their own and stuff. So I only get to talk to them like a couple of times in a match. So, and it is, it's like you said, it's just, it is life lesson when things going, going bad for you or something bad in your life happens, you, you know, you got to figure it out and stuff. So it, it, that is, a, that's a great point. And, you know, tennis is a lot like that. Coach, uh, tell me about next year. You planning on coming back and doing it again for another year? And what uh, will be coming back in the blue and white? Yeah, as of now, I plan on doing it, and I'll probably do middle school too. Like I said, it's just an enjoyable sport. Kids are – you never have any problem, kids, for the most part and stuff. And, and I never do in basketball either, though. But it's just it's just a cool sport to coach, and it's it's easy, and it's not intense, so you're not getting all stressed out and everything. So I plan on coming back. Great kids coming back. Uh, but the girls got – the main two are going to be Lauren Bailey and uh, Mara DeVisi. Uh She's moving up from three doubles, so she's going to make a huge jump. But Lauren Bailey is going to be a very nice player. Uh, she ran track this time or this year too, so it was kind of hard on her a little bit. But she really did well playing three. Uh, had some really great matches and almost won in the regionals. Was doing really well and just lost at the end. But she's going to be a really good player. And then and boys, you know, lose Carter and Cole is really good players and good athletes. So. Jeremiah Franklin will probably be the number one next year. And, you know, boys, it's it's really difficult, too, because uh, a lot of my boys are in other sports and stuff. So, you know, and a lot of the kids in this region uh, we play against, tennis is the only thing they do. So, you know, they just go out, have fun, and enjoy it. But uh, we'll be, we should be respectable next year, hopefully. You know, I had some good girls that played exhibition and stuff that uh, got a lot of playing time in. So hopefully they do work a little bit this summer and come back and, you know, we'll have fun with it. 
Coach, enjoy your summer, and uh, we look forward to catching back up with you next fall when basketball season rolls around. All right. Appreciate it, Brian. Thank you. One win and one loss in sectional play as Lady Vikings softball facing Parkersburg in elimination game that is scheduled for Friday at Lady Viking Park, weather permitting. Junior shortstop McKinnon Hall is ready for the challenge. Mac, thanks for being with me. Thanks for having me. So it's been an up and down week for you guys, uh, and this is the time of year that uh, everyone looks forward to, and it's postseason play. You got a, a big win on Thursday and dramatic fashion or not Thursday excuse me on on Wednesday in dramatic fashion uh over Parkersburg and then uh, a tough defeat on Thursday night to Hurricane uh so I know uh you're disappointed with the loss but still pretty excited about the the uh, direction of this team oh yeah we started off really slow this season but we finally came together right at the right time right when we needed to and we've been piecing together our players and we have just came a long way from the beginning and we're finally starting to just get to, like, play with each other better because we've had to move a few people around this season because of players getting hurt and players not coming back from last year. So it's been interesting, that's for sure. Mac, you've been swinging the bat well. Uh, you know, uh, after doing these few games, you've moved up to, to leading off this year. Uh, the top four batters in this order, you guys are tough to get out. Uh, and and you've really been swinging it well. Two home runs in the last two games. What is it? Uh, that's changed for you at the plate? Well, I just basically go up there and I just say see ball, hit ball, and I just try to get base hits. I don't really go up there for home runs. If they happen, they happen. If they don't, they don't. I just try to get on base and move runners. The keep it simple uh, approach, which works best, especially at this time of year. You don't get in your own head. You know, you just go out there and play. And That's what I love about this team. You guys seem to do that from top to bottom. Oh, yeah. We have been – very well at that and our lineup like one through nine we, we can always count each other I feel like and we don't have a weak spot throughout the lineup defensively you've been an absolute block wall over there at shortstop nobody can get anything by you uh you've had a fantastic season defensively uh how much do you like playing defense because to me uh much like when you're on the basketball floor you seem to me like you like to play defense almost better than on the offensive side Oh, yeah, I love defense. It's the main key. I've always gone by the saying, um, offense wins games, defense wins championships, and I do solely believe that because defense is extremely important. Yeah, some people can hit, but if they get the ball in play, then we're going to have to be able to field it to get them out. So, you know, the the uh, roadmap is right in front of you. We beat Parkersburg, lost to Hurricane. Uh, we're going to, to face Parkersburg again, supposed to be Friday night. Weather doesn't look like that's going to allow that to happen. So whenever you play Parkersburg again, it will be a, uh, you know, win or go home situation. So I know you're looking forward to that uh, opportunity and to that challenge. I can't wait. I know they're going to be coming down here for blood because we've already been three times this season. So I know that they're going to be coming with some fire in them, but I know that we can get our team fired up and ready to play and, get the job done not to look too far down the road but you, you get take care of Parkersburg again you'll have to beat Hurricane uh two consecutive games which I know uh we did that we beat them once earlier in the year so I know that, that you guys are confident that you can pull that off yeah I believe in us I know that we can get at them and I know that we can jump on them we just have to get off to the good to a good start Mac uh enjoy watching you this year best of luck uh, the rest of the way here in the postseason and, and making a run uh, for the state tournament Thank you so much.
Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.